right, Tom, that was some uh, proper yoga bonito, wasn't it? Brazilian takeover at Old Trafford today. Yeah, it really was. And Anthony obviously got man of the match as well, according to Lee Dixon yeah. on, on ITV. Generous. Not just ITV, ITV4. Yes. Yeah, yeah. let's it's get it right. Shifted. You know, Prime time. Yeah, yeah. kind of generous, I think. I mean, Anthony was involved a lot, mainly hmm. cutting in from the right on his left foot to blaze one over. <laughs> I know. I know. And, and Lee Dixon was saying from because I don't know if you had the same feed but no, no. from about half time he was like this is the best I've seen Anthony play this is the best I've seen Anthony play as Anthony kept like you say kept shooting what wildly every single time he got the ball almost he was threatening like you say he was involved yeah. a lot and like he did some good things but it just that game kind of encapsulated him really like he did some good things and then did some wildly horrendous things as well yeah, I mean, it, it is definitely getting tiring as a point of debate, isn't it? Mm, it is. But it's hard not to talk about him because he's just, um, he stands out, not always <laughs> for the better. And he, he, Danny Higginbottom on the, the program I was watching said mm-hmm. he shoots when he should pass and he passes when he should shoot. And that's basically <laughs> right. Yeah. So he's got some grain to do. He's he's nanny, but not as effective. Yeah, yet. but he, he, like, he did... Play a, a like he did play a couple of nice passes. Obviously, the pass to Casemiro yeah. for his goal. That's he played pass. a great one, a great similar one to Bruno in the first half as well. Like he can do good things. I mean, that's not a debate. It's just it's just the wildly inconsistency that is very frustrating. Yeah. And I mean, Ten Hag has got to believe in him because mm-hmm. he pushed he pushed for he pushed for him, and he's got to believe him so much because he pushed for him knowing surely that that would have restricted United's ability to to spend on other players. So yeah. he's got to believe that he can polish up this diamond. And he's and he's not short of confidence as well. Maybe for yeah. maybe that could be a bad thing in some regards, but he always despite how badly he's playing or despite how badly he's mess, messing up the decision making, he never fails to want to get on the ball, which is right. it's, a, it's it's a good thing really because you don't want like some players might just go missing and you see like when young players come on like Palestri, like you think, oh, he looks really good. He's just not getting on the ball enough. Whereas you can never throw that with Anthony because he's always looking for the ball. He's always making that half decision, like half move to the right, move to the left to yep. try and get into some space and stuff. And and he does bring a lot to your game. It's just to the game. It's just you want him to be polished and he's not yet. Yeah, that's right. He doesn't seem to get down about it either. I mean, he slipped when he had that sort of open chance yeah, right at the end. Yeah, was a real big mistake. And he sort of laughed it off, which was good, mm. I think. So Yeah. It's, it, anyway. Yeah, it, it is a weird one, and I'm sure all season, and probably for seasons to come, we'll be like, come on, find some consistency. But yeah. There, there was some other good stuff. United, I felt United were kind of slow in the passing in the first half. I mean, it feels like where you got a team that's sort of 5-4-1 with a big lad up front and mm. and defending really deep that you want to move the ball a bit quicker. And they never really did that. And because both Rashford and Anthony, when they get the ball, want to cut inside, they were cutting inside to all that space. Mm. And because when Pazaka doesn't want to go round and overlap, ever there there weren't too many crosses coming either so it, it like 
really strong side, but kind of played into Reading's hands for a while there and just didn't move the ball quick enough, which is why it just didn't just didn't seem to get going for a while. I yeah, I think I, I agree. And I think also like when you see such a good team that we play, you want us to go two or three nil up at half time, play really fast, just get the game done and then bring Rashford off at half time, bring Casemiro off at half time. Whereas like the longer it went on, you're just thinking, oh, we don't want those guys to be out there, really. I know it's only Forest in midweek, but like Premier League obviously is again next weekend. Like we don't want like Rashford to get a hamstring injury or Casemiro to get a hamstring injury, tr- trying to beat, trying and frustratingly getting pu- pushed back by Reading. Like we just yeah. want to get that game to be over. And also, like as a, I'm sure like other people, I want to see the youngsters come on. I want to see more yeah. KB Mainu and, and Palestri and Garnacho and stuff. And yeah, you just want that game to be finished. Whereas, yeah, it was really laborious at half time. And you can see why Ten Hag wants to play the full team because obviously, what is it? Six months into his reign, he wants to uh-huh. build those attacking patterns and every yeah. game is, is, is a good yeah. practice for and that. Build, and... build momentum and he's taking this competition seriously, mm-hmm. which is which is good Right. Exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah. You'd like to win the FA Cup. It's been a few years now, six six years. Hundred percent. And it, so, it, yeah. But like, there's just times when in that first half that, like, again, like we we're moving the ball too slowly, or we're just playing like silly long passes, like that are not gonna make it. It's like, why is Wambasaka playing that really long pass up to Rashford's head, or or like trying to play in like a really delicate worldy ball, like? There's no need to do that. Just just play how you have been set up to play. Whereas, yeah, it's, it is just a bit annoying when that kind of thing happens. And and it was always a game that we looked like we were going to win. It's just, yeah, it's just frustrating for a little bit. And, yeah. and Roy Keane on ITV was really kicking off at half time. And we could have been 1-0 down because Malassia made that, that yeah, awful right. mistake where joining Hoylet probably should have done better yeah. with the chance as well. Probably, probably should have scored from there. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Junior Hoylet still going. There's a name from the past, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, of course, it's pretty frustrating that the goal was chalked off, the Rashford goal, Mm -hmm. double header, Veg Horse Rashford. It's just like, I mean, let's bore ourselves by talking about bar and offside. Because it's it's just like, I could be really paranoid here and say, I don't think United are ever going to get a marginal decision ever again (laughs) after that completely fabricated outrage. From yeah. various media outlets over the goal United scored against City. I mean, here, like it, it resets when it comes off the Reading defender, right? Mm-hmm. And for it to not reset, you have to believe that that was completely accidental. Right? <laughs> but I've looked, I've watched this, I watched this like ten times since. I was like, I'm going to go search Twitter for the goal. Of course, people stick the feed up, and he moves his foot. He's yeah, a defender yeah. in the centre of goal where a central defender should be, he's there to block a possible goal and block a shot, <laughs> and he moves his foot to the fucking ball. Anyway, <laughs> I, We've I just, seen so it, many worse than that this season, as in, like, ones where, like, it looks like the, the player's almost, like, directly behind the defender. In this case, like, Vekos was so far off to the left as well. I, I think the yeah. ball went forward and then, like, came backwards. Well, it, it, it goes into, it goes into, it's the pass from Casemiro to Bruno and Bruno 
then it comes off the defender, right? Bruno mm-hmm. shoots or tries to pass. I can't remember now after watching it ten times. I forget. <laughs> and it's it spoons up up in the air, and and Vegas headers it, and it's second phase offside when it goes to Rashford. So, you know, Veghorst is offside. And the question is, when it comes off the Reading player, does offside reset or not? You remember that Mbappe goal in the Nations League a couple of years back? Where he's like 12 yards offside. And because it flicks the outside edge of, it was Garcia's foot, isn't it? Eric Garcia's Mm, foot. It's They say that's not offside because he tried to play the ball. Yeah. Right? So that's the rule. You try to play the ball touches you offside resets it's onside yeah. Mo Salah scored one this weekend where he's clearly offside and it's come off the defender's head yeah, yeah, he's yeah. to play the ball offside resets right he's gained an advantage by being an offside position but mm-hmm. this is the way the offside rule is is it's written maddeningly it's more complex than ever when they claim they're trying to, to simplify it so it's really only one decision there the VAR has gone no that was an accident mm-hmm. and it's it's insane <laughs> to say a central defender really accidentally is. played the ball. Uh, anyway, it was also a great header for Veghorst. Like it was a perfect, great header, perfect. And header. then and then Rashford makes the keeper with the the, the goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I honestly, if the referee pulled out a shotgun and shot one of our players, VAR would go okay. And the great we're thing we're never going to get a decision again. The great thing about it as well is that Lee Mason is. A, who was the VAR tonight, that's his full-time job. He doesn't even referee anymore. He's a full-time VAR man, and he still gets it wrong. What yeah. a life. I mean, it's, a full-time it's, VAR man, what a life. It, it's the same with, the, in a sense, the, the, the goal United scored against City that everyone made a fuss about. It's the one piece of the offside law that's subjective. So they made some of it more binary and bringing semi-automatic in, kind mm. of supposed to speed up the binary part of offside. And I think that's fine, right? Binary, yes, no. It's the subjective part of the law. And then, so all the people who thought the goal against City should have been ruled out for offside had to believe that somehow Rashford telepathically, <laughs> like telepathically told the defender whose name, who I forget who it Akanji. was now. Who's, Akanji, that's right. And Edison in goal, what he was going to do or not do, right? They had, <laughs> you had to believe that he had telepathic powers to, to rule that goal out. And here you have to believe that a defender who's trying to block the ball accidentally did it. I mean, maybe, maybe, like, you're such a clogger. Maybe. <laughs> it's just the contact yeah. was so good for an accidental kick. He moves like, his foot went... towards yeah. the ball. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting into, into same same with the, the one the other week. I feel like I'm getting into JFK ter- territory, back and to the left, back and to this, <laughs> like... It's just an infuriatingly <laughs> stupid part of the offside, offside law. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's so infuriatingly stupid that I can't speak anymore, apparently. What I think is weird about like offside rules and, and rules in general in football is that, do you know, I, I watch NFL quite a lot and, that, and the, right. the, 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 the laws change from year to year. And in the summer, in, in, in the training camp, like the players adjust to the new laws. And I don't know whether that be tackling or like the way that you can catch a ball, like because like the catching, like what the terms of catch changes from year to year. And then the players adjust to the rules. Whereas like th- th- that doesn't seem to happen in football. It's almost like, oh, yeah, they changed the rule like two years ago and, and everyone's kind of still playing the same rules. Still and confused. We're, and they get a st- briefing every summer. Yeah, and like PGMOL. Yeah. But like the thing is with the Rashford, the the Bruno goal against Man City, for example, like that 
in my opinion, is a completely legitimate goal. And you can play to that as well. Like you can adjust, like defenders should adjust because of that rule. Attackers can adjust because of that rule. If they know the rule inside out, then you can take advantage of the laws as well. Like that doesn't really seem to happen in football. You can stand three yards offside and force the defenders to, because the defender now has to gamble. Yeah. Very hard playing offside trap. The defender has to go, I'm not going to get this ball. He has to calculate that he's not going to get the ball. Definitely not going to get it. Not going to accidentally touch it in trying to get it. And in fact, if a ball's played through to a player miles offside, you should just leave it and trust that VAR will will get it right. But instead you get the argument, it's like, oh yeah, but it's not really fair. And then the, the defender will be like, yeah, but it's not fair that that guy was there. Yep, it's not fair, but that's the rule. That is literally the rule. So you've got to adjust your game to yeah. it. I tell you what they need to do. They need to give the briefing to the pundits mm. who yeah. give you 75 different answers. They'd also be going back about 10 years because they're so out of touch for some of them. Well, that, that's right, because they played 20 years ago. And, yeah, exactly. And back the, in my yeah, day, yeah. you could two-foot them back through the back of the legs and it would be completely fine. Well, talking of which, Andy Carroll... Couldn't happen oh to a nicer God. scouser, could it? <laughs> he was in. He was, yeah, revved up for the game, maybe, you could say. Just a little bit. Being yeah. a bit of a... Yeah, that 17, 17 games he's played against Manchester United, zero goals. <laughs> it's like Raheem Sterling, isn't it? It's magical. I mean, he's, he was a Liverpool player for a short amount of time. But once a scouser, always a scouser. <laughs> I think that's the role, isn't it? He, he, was, he was hilarious tonight because, like... He he was kind of like just watching Lindelof and Maguire pass it between them and then standing there like, yeah, you're going to have to go past me. And then, yes, easily knocking it past you every time. And then him just being insanely wound up like throughout. Like he could have got booked earlier. And then yeah. the one on Molassi was shocking. And then the one on Casemiro yeah. was obviously shocking as well. Casemiro's like looking at him like, what are you doing, mate? I'm sure this is what Casemiro wanted when he signed for United. He really yeah. wants to be playing Reading on a Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. A- anyway, a good job he didn't get injured, really. Playing in a- another game he probably shouldn't have played in. I was thinking that. Uh, two, but good two, job he did. I was thinking that at 2-0 when, when they're down to 10 men. And he kind of went he went really steaming over to a challenge at one point. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Just just stand still and wait to come off, please. Like you're yeah, so important exactly. to us. Lovely finish for his first goal. Lovely finish for both of them. Great pass by Anthony, and then he scoops it over the keeper. Great. I don't remember him doing this much at Madrid. <laughs> no, I was thinking the same thing. He's just got so much to his game. He's just amazing. I, I saw someone describe him as a magnet, which he really is. Like you just watch yeah. him move across the pitch and he's always where the ball is bouncing or dropping. Like he's a second ball merchant and he's also just so good on the ball, so intelligent with his runs and can obviously finish really well as well as we've seen tonight. Like he's got everything. He's great in the air. He's a great personality. He like an, yeah. seems like a lovely lad. Lovely lad. That's why he gets away with some shocking tackles. He's yeah, like cherub's face. Of his. Yeah, he just smiles at the ref like, "Oh man, didn't mean to do that one." <laughs> it wasn't me, honest cop, yeah. governor, <laughs> officer, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, he look. That isn't that the kind of leadership that we should have got off. 
the player who we shall not name, who's now playing in Saudi Arabia. Yes. You know, that, that's leadership. That's mm-hmm. like performing on the pitch, even though he's got how many Champions League titles? Five Champions Five, League yeah. titles and 18 all titles, this success. I think. And he's still steaming around the pitch against Reading. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It's, it's amazing. He is he's extraordinary. I, I just can't. Yeah. I, was, I was so skeptical about that, that signing, especially after like, the months of chasing after De Jong, well, we've spoken about it before, and coming in to United where after the season we had last year and just the players that have come to us and just been shit, not bothered, and he's just been the complete opposite. It's so refreshing, so beautiful. And I, I think, yeah, he's my favourite player by far in that squad at the moment. I think there's a lot of likeable players, but he's just just, just, just outstanding. I am, I'm sometimes... Like you know, when Anthony does something really shit or like vague course, and I don't, I don't mind vague course, but like he's got his limitations. And I just see like Casemiro. I'm like, what must you be thinking at times? Like when 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 you see like these silly mistakes from these players, and you're so so good, but he, I don't think he thinks like that. I think he's humble enough to just be to get on with it and and be a leader, like you say, in the, in the way that in every way that Ronaldo wasn't, because Ronaldo is the complete opposite of that. Like Anthony plays something bad and then you get the hissy fit. Whereas Casemiro is the complete opposite. It's like almost like a come on to go again kind of thing. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then his second goal layoff and then just side foots in. I mean, it was so casual and the ball bounced out that I did a double take for a second. I, did, I thought he, I thought it was wide. He yeah. come back into the, the net. And I think the keeper thought it as well. I know. Really. Yeah. Did it get yeah, a slight it was really nick? Very maybe? odd. It may have a fraction of a nick from mm. the defender. Maybe yeah, it's hard to tell. But yeah, just so casual, just passed it in. Beautiful. We barely even celebrated either. He just put like his big smile came out. Like yeah, cheery. Yeah, lovely. And at that point, Ten Hag should have made five substitutions. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't. It took him a little while longer than that to start substituting. Yeah, I just I was like, is it two nil? They're not getting into it. They're really shit. <laughs> Get Bruno, Eriksson, Casemiro and Rashford off. Yeah. Now. I know. Please. But yeah, it took a few more minutes than that. But we, we got to see who came on. Alanga, Palestri, Garnacho, Mainu. Mainu. Yeah. And so we got to see a few of them. Was that it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it might have been it. Can't remember. Yeah, and Mainu did the simple things. I think he, I think he found it difficult the other night. Mm. Who was against Charlton? Charlton, yeah, yeah. Especially being the number ten, it's supposed to all go through. It didn't mm. quite happen, but I think he just did simple things when he came on today. Yeah, played the ball sideways, didn't waste possession. Just yeah, it was good. Yeah, he is, and yeah, I mean, I, I guess he's probably been told just go on and, and do things simply. And I guess that's the best way to build your confidence as well. Get a few early passes in and stuff. I just, it, it, he's really exciting play. Obviously he's 17, which is ridiculous for a centre midfielder. And it's going to be in, in, incredibly tough to impose yourself on a game in, in yeah. general. But it's just, that's why I kind of want to see us, us wrap up the game like three nil at half time. And so he, he can really come on and, and stuff in the same way as Palestri and, and Garnacho as well. Like, I love watching both of them play. Like, Garnacho, obviously, he's just super good. I thought Alanga did okay today and like a nice little yeah. pass in midweek. And 
it's just, I, I, I I don't know. I just love watching the youngsters play. So I, I was a little bit disappointed when I saw the team line up today. I can understand it, obviously, in so many ways. But yeah, I guess winning is more important, isn't it? Than my love for yeah, watching. Yeah, see, we're getting the next round. Hopefully another nice, easy one. I mean, I, I know for the fun of the away travel, you want someone interesting, but <laughs> oh god no no it's, it's grim in grimsby so yeah. it's a while since i've been there but my dad used to live there so oh nice awesome. nice yeah it smells of fish as well yeah they uh, i heard on the radio today that they had haddocks inflatable haddocks in the, in the crowd and apparently that's just a common thing with grimsby fans yeah why not as you can oh we forgot fred came on as well oh yes obviously yes yes, yes. Cause, <laughs> lovely cause he, uh... lovely flick i know you when when you you wonder whether Fred's really a Brazilian, then he, yes. You see, <laughs> you see a couple of his shots and in, like, mm. in this game as well, like just so wild, so Anthony-esque. And then he comes on and does a beautiful flick with his right foot. It's like, mm. Lovely ball across as well. Just uh, yeah. waited for the right, yeah, the run. Picked out the perfect pass, yeah. There was almost, actually, who was it earlier in the game? Veghorst tried that flick. It was like one of the, one of the first attacks yeah, in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great move and, yeah, I think... That might have included an anti-nutmeg in that in that build-up as well. Mm, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, ni- nice, nice, nice goal from Fred. And and the rest of the subs did all right. Garnacho very direct. Didn't really, I mean, a couple of shots. He was frustrating with himself, putting one straight down the keeper. Yeah. Keep his throat when he'd cut inside. You see what he wants to do. He's got to go both ways in order to make sure that it doesn't, he doesn't become obvious. And he did go on the outside a couple of times. Yeah. I'm not sure he beat his man. All right, and Palestri played a few good passes, got involved down the right. Mm-hmm. Palestri's an interesting one, isn't he? Because he doesn't he doesn't look like he wants to go beyond very often and a little bit like Anthony when he first came into, into the squad. He wants to knit stuff together a little bit Sancho-esque almost. He doesn't yeah. kind of want to go beyond that defender. He wants to come in and, and knit the game, which... Which I guess is important. I think I think Ten Hag was talking about that's why he likes him. He's he's clean with the with his passes. He keeps possession. But I think that will come with limitations with him. And I don't think he's that pacey either. Like, and I guess that's maybe like why Alaves he might have struggled a little bit. It's just this kind of you become a little bit predictable when you like that. And I think that's what Sancho struggled yeah. with a little bit at United so far is that okay, we're just going to show you inside then every time if you don't want to go on the outside. And yeah, that's what right. I kind of get the vibe from Palestri. But yeah, it's, it's a good option to have. Yeah. Whereas Rashford really, really has got two strings to his bow this mm-hmm. season. I mean, he obviously wants to come inside to shoot and score, but as long as he's forcing... like as long, I mean, he beat a player on the outside today, didn't he? Yeah. And, and then cut it back. As long as he's doing that, then the defender doesn't know which way. And it's true, like... Neither Anthony nor Palestri nor Sancho have Rashford's electric pace. Garnacho does. Garnacho does, yeah. Ten, yeah, yard, yeah. Ten, ten yard burst. And it really does make a difference mm. to how a defender is going to have to defend. They're going to have to go less tight. So they're going to have to drop off a yeah. bit. You can almost see that. Yeah. Well, you can almost see that the white of their eyes, the defenders, when someone like Garnacho or Rashford run at them, they're just like, oh shit, like I'm going to have to pedal back like so quickly. In like, in the way that Rashford like did, scored his goal on Wednesday night, like Joe Worrell was just like, I'm just going to have to keep running back here because I, I'm I, I'm so scared of him just putting the ball in behind right. me that I'm just going to have to keep backing off, backing off, backing off. And then it's it's usually too late by then. You've got 
like Rashford's yeah, getting a shot yeah. off or Garnacho's getting a shot off. Whereas like Whereas Lindelof and Maguire backpedal with Andy Carroll running at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maguire hasn't seen a backpedal he doesn't love yet. <laughs> so. Oh man. Yeah. He played on the right of the defence today, Maguire, which he's done a few times. I, I think basically Ten Hag's got his pigeonholes. It's mm. it, it is Varane and Martinez. If it's not Varane, Maguire or Lindelof can fight it out for second choice there. Yeah. If it's not Martinez, it's sure because he wants the left footer mm. there. Which kind of tells you they, they might look at buying a central left sided central defender in the summer, like a maybe a younger one or something. But he's yeah, he's absolutely he's he's that's what he wants, Ten Hag. And so Maguire's got a real problem. He's just not going to play very often because he has to rely on Lindelof not being in form of Rand being injured mm-hmm. to get in the team. It was a bit of a Van Hall thing as well because Van Hall was like that for a little bit, wasn't he? Because he even played Tyler Blackett a few times in yeah. that left centre role. And obviously Daly Blind was there quite a lot under Van Hall. And I, th- I can see why. It just helps so much in the build-up when you've got a player who can, well, he's just on his on the right on the right, well, yeah, left yeah. side of him. And rather than having to kind of cut back in all the time, it opens the pitch up so much just having that player yeah. there. And and I mean, obviously Lindelof's on the left side today, but it's like clearly Ten Hag believes he's just more comfortable there or p- prefers him there or he just wants Maguire being the right. I don't think that's where Maguire wants to play, given that you know, when he was top dog, he got to choose. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he's gone in the summer, I'm sure. Be madness if not, because you've got a mega. Where do you think he goes? Mega earning. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, a up and coming team with a lot of Saudi money, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> do you think we'll sell him to them? I mean, I remember we sold Juan Sebastian for onto Chelsea mm. just after they'd got all their money. Yeah, yeah, that didn't work out either. I mean, to be fair. Knowing how bad Maguire is, we probably should sell them, sell him to them, because he's not better than Botman. No, I don't know who other no, centre back having is. A very good season. Might be better than Fabian Char, but yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, probably a bit similar, actually. Uh, see, United have won three one, and we're still finding ways to have a go at Harry Maguire. <laughs> he didn't really do anything wrong today, to be fair. He didn't. There was one bit near the end where I think he fell on his backsides after. Oh yeah, he did. That was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He oh, completely man. fell for the the little jink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and probably Dave was pretty mad that they managed to get a goal back as well. Yeah, they, it was that uh, Anthony's man. I think Anthony seemed to be picking him up at the, in the first phase, and I don't know if. It was someone else was supposed to pick him up as he went into the six-yard box or not. I uh, I didn't really keenly watch the replay too much, but it was it was weird that he just had a free header and a bit annoying. Because I mean, they had another yeah, they had another chance to make it three-two after that. Imagine if they did. I was thinking in my head as they were had that chance. I was like, imagine if they end up drawing this three-three. But yeah, they didn't. But anyway, so this is just a bit annoying. Imagine for a keeper as well, you're losing your clean sheet bonus. Is that a thing? Is it, is it still a thing, or I don't know. is it is that a football manager thing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Surely, I reckon they have bonuses for everything. Yeah, I, I know a lot of United contracts are very performance oriented, mm-hmm. but I think it's like qualify for Champions League, win a tournament, rather than game by game basis. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm not sure exactly. Paul Ince got a good reception. Not so. <laughs> 
And he's always had slightly wonky eye. But it really is so wonky. It looks like a glass eye. I never, I, so, I've never seen it that bad before until today. I was it's like, really, wow, it's that's... really art. It's kind of disconcerting. I had a, I had a teacher when I was a kid at school called Mister Wright, and he had a big horn that he used to blow in the <laughs> playground, and then he would look one way and point the other and go, "You boy." <laughs> It's just really confusing. Everyone would go, who? <laughs> who? You who? Who? Anyway, he had very, his eyes were all over the place. And yeah, Paul Lintz is getting there. Yeah. Um, I'm probably being really cruel and there's a medical condition here and I'm being really unfair and I shouldn't make fun of him for it. I but thought... I am anyway, because he celebrated wildly when scoring against United at the cop end. Yeah, I think actually the shirt you're wearing, I think United were wearing that shirt that day. Yeah, they may yeah have, might, I think might they might have been. Well, that doesn't help anyone who's listening to this, does it? Because then, because <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast and you can't see it. It's the white one with the black and red stripes across the middle. Well described. Yeah, I, I I thought you could actually have an operation to get that fixed, but I thought I thought that technology was available, but maybe I'm wrong or poor lenses so, just yeah. run out of money. Yeah, well, he's been out of work for several years. It, it was it was really gig. weird actually that he came back to Reading. I think it was like everyone was like, "What the hell are you doing here?" That sounds like an office quote. I think it was. He actually did a really good job last year. Like he kept them up quite easily in the end, despite I think taking over when they're in the bottom three. He's actually done a reasonable job this season, despite yeah, mid table ish. Yeah. yeah, and he looked like he was kind of finished in managerial land for for a while after a few. Successive Blackpool, fail. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Blackburn, Notts County, Blackpool. Mm. The uh, heights of management. Uh, I think yeah, Tom Ince, how many years and years. How many clubs has Tom Ince been? He was definitely at Notts County with him. I think he was definitely at Blackpool with him. He's at Reading with him. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's reviving Tom Ince's career, really. <laughs> That's literally. Not done much. I mean, he had lots of promise, didn't he? And yeah. It's, it's never really kind of fulfilled. I think he turned down into Milan at one point. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's, I mean, we talked about it on the the last show, but he's thirty now, which wow. doesn't half make me feel old. Because I was like, no, no, he's he's like nineteen. You know? He's only just, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's he's had something of a journeyman career. I, I looked at it. He's, got, he's had. Well, I mean, he had about seven loans at one stage. Jesus, loan, 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 loan. And then Derby, Huddersfield, Stoke, Luton, Stoke, Reading. And then, wow. yeah, Hull, Hull, Forest, Palace, Blackpool, Notts County, and Liverpool, the one game. Wow. I think he was at the at Notts County at the same time. They had Jack Grealish as well. It's pretty there you go. decent wingers for, for that level. All right, so we've got a game against Forest in midweek. It's just no breaks. <laughs> No. Thankfully, I don't know whether it's thankful or not, because it created a break. If Leeds had not if Leeds had drawn today, but they won, then that would have cancelled out that midweek game and there'd have been a free midweek, mm. but it had just had to go somewhere else in the season. So I guess um I guess Yeah, I guess this is about as free as a week it can be while playing a game. Yeah. Because well you know Ten Hag yeah. probably well, presumably he's, Well I know, I mean I was thinking today's the one, but I guess he really can. I mean, even with quite a lot of changes, so he made six changes and a couple of the kids and Garnacho, and you definitely don't want to see Ericsson playing again. No. He definitely needs a rest. Yeah. 
and and we know what Bruno's like when he gets knackered his performance level drops off mm. quite a bit so he definitely needs a rest but yeah even he made six changes played a bunch of the kids can't see Forrest winning four nil at Old Trafford it just seems not with Wayne Hennessy in goal uh, he should, he, he, we'll get two at least. He's about to give us one, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I mean, all you'd have to do <laughs> is like, like kick a couple on target and one will go in. Like, the guy can't dive. They're actually after Kayla Navas, which would be very interesting for Henderson if, if they sign Kayla Navas because they, they're looking to sign Navas on a loan to the end of the season, but obviously Henderson's injured at the moment for four to six right. weeks or so. But if they bring in Navas and Navas is as good as, well, he can be, then Henderson's yeah, not yeah, playing Henderson's to the Henderson's on the bench, yeah, which would be really Then he'll have to give a like a really angry interview to whatever club he's at next season, TV, <laughs> yeah, about how he's disrespected by Forrest. <laughs> I was like a caged animal, God's sake. Anyway, but yeah, like you say, like play Fred, play Matomane in, in centre midfield, I would, like, we'd still, that, that's not, horrendous if McTominay's no fit yeah I, I guess he wasn't today because he, he wasn't on the bench yeah. but yeah Malassi can do with some game time I don't think Shaw needs to come back I mean no. it'd be nice if Delo was fit but he wasn't on the bench mm. today so this hamstring problem's dragging on a bit isn't it yeah I was hoping Sancho so. would be in the squad today as well yeah I know I mean I guess we just have to wait until it's all ready and trust that Ten Hag, yeah. who's making most of the decisions right, yeah, uh, yeah. can pick the right time to reintegrate him. It's just, it felt like this week, Forrest, mm. Reading Forest, was a good one for him to come back into. Yeah, perfect. Whereas when it really gets, I mean, it's, it's Palace Leeds, Leeds, and then Barcelona, and it's, it's a bit hard if he's not getting any game time before any of those to expect him to come into the, some of these big games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, when it's ready, it's ready. I, he's been out for so long that, and we haven't got what we expected we'd get out of him, him in eighteen months. So just yeah, we've just got to wait. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah Garnacho's so, got to come in for Rashford. I'd probably keep playing Veghorst. I, I think, I think he just, I think a couple of more goals, and he, he, he really see his confidence, like. Because I think he was getting a little bit frustrated today as well. Like there was a couple of chances where he had where like I think he want I think he needs to feel like a Man United player at the moment, and he doesn't probably at the moment. He kind of feels like a guy who's on loan from Burnley, and I feel like the crowd. I was at the Arsenal game a couple of weeks ago, and the crowd were like just talking about how shit he is all the time, and I think that's always going to happen when you signed on loan from Burnley. Like people are just going to have perceptions about you being that's the yeah yeah that kind of player and I think he just needs to kind of if he scores two or three because I think he's doing a good job like I I, I, th- I think for what he is like he's obviously slow he's not going to run in behind but like what he's doing is coming and linking the play and I think he's actually yeah. like be performing and making us better by being that player and I think just a couple of goals will really get his confidence up and he'll become even better if, yeah, as well. Yeah. Like it, it, it'll start to flourish. Whereas I, I don't really don't want him to to start getting in his own head and feeling like he's a guy on loan from Burnley, which he obviously is. If that makes sense, he he's a confident fella by all accounts. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I don't think he. I, I I don't know if that'll happen just yet. He obviously needs to score goals, and it's good he got one the other night. And he needs to get up to speed with the intensity of the Premier League, which I'm I. Is different from Turkey. Yeah, I mean, so, Deli Ali scored in Turkey yesterday, so it speaks to the, the level of that. Heights. <laughs> yeah, for Besiktas as well. 
the so yeah so these games are important for him i mean another thing you're right he's pretty neat with the ball mm. on his feet great control on his chest and and laid it off today kind of thing you're not going to get out of anyone else in the squad he's not quick although a couple of times when he's chasing down the reading keeper yeah. whose name i forget who's who is very slow on the ball <laughs> i was like oh you've had another level of speed here fellow <laughs> he's like really hungrily chasing him down yeah. yeah. So yeah, I expect him, him to play. I mean, we'll, we'll see. My new played against Charlton. He could start, mm-hmm. but although Fred makes more sense, uh, Garnacho could definitely do with the start. Yeah, I think Alanga Alanga could come in if they want to give Anthony time off. Although ta- Anthony, it's like you got to feel like with him, he just needs the rhythm of playing and playing and playing. Mm. So, yeah. We'll see. Anyway, there'll be plenty of changes. United are through, barring some ridiculous level of exploding, which I don't expect will happen. And then we just got to hope that Southampton do a decent job. Yes. Uh, in the other leg. I really don't want to play so, Newcastle in that final. No. I, it's not like... Yeah. I mean, they're playing well this season, so obviously it'll be a tough game and all that. But it's more like, do not want to be part of them getting the first trophy. No. That can be paraded around Riyadh before they string up a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah, not particularly part of that. Particularly scared of them either. I, I don't think they could. I think they could beat us. I don't think they could outplay us. So, like, it's just they're 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 like fucking Atletico Madrid, aren't they? Yeah, they're just horrible. Yeah. I'm really tight defensively this season. Yeah, and horrible yeah. though. Like they're. All their players are like nasty. I don't know what's happened to Eddie Howe. Like, I think I heard someone on a podcast say, "Like, who hurt you?" Like, he's just become like this nasty <laughs> man. He was such a lovable bloke when he was at Bournemouth, and now he's he's just an evil man. Well, he was such a lovable bloke, but they went down having conceded two hundred goals. Yeah, and that and everyone said it's because Eddie Howe can't defeat, defend. can't coach how to to defend, mm. and then he didn't get a job for ages. And this is the job he got. And then everyone criticised him for just taking the blood money and said, Eddie, are you going to defend uh, the regime? Do you believe in chopping up journalists? <laughs> and he just got a massive chip on his shoulder as a result. Yeah. So there you go. And he's got to live with himself. He took that money. Mm. Right? There's a cost to that. Yeah. And he was okay with it. So anyway, I, I hope they blow up and Southampton somehow beat them. It seems unlikely. But yeah, Southampton maybe struggled past Blackpool today as well. They're not exactly that that game against C seems like a complete blip. I thought they might. I am completely. I thought they yeah. might be turning yeah. the corner under Nathan Jones because they they had that one game and they beat Everton away. And I thought, oh, maybe they're going to do something, but they're not. They're just useless again. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. I'm got anything else to say for you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're going to try and find 45 minutes of content to talk about United being ready yeah. in the FA Cup and a dead rubber against the Forest. big one. But, the know, big we'll one. Do it somehow. The big yeah. one. Big one. <laughs> Backers, we are going to talk about some of the players out on loan. So some of them doing pretty well in there and uh, just have a skirt around. Uh, other than Dean Henderson, because he doesn't count. Yeah. And he's a dick. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> patreon.com forward slash nqat pod if you'd like to back us and everyone else will see you after the midweek game against forest all right backers thanks for your support much appreciated 
hopefully everyone's got their mugs because I posted a lot of them. If you haven't, shout in the comments on the patreon.com page and I'll be able to see it and I'll make sure you've got one. If you haven't, it's probably Paul's fault because he still has a stock of them that he's been sending out. Or it might be mine, but we'll see. (laughs) So talking about some of the loan signings, probably better than going around a 50 really boring FA Cup games. Oh my God, the fixtures today when I was just looking, like I had quite a free Saturday. I just looked at the games. I was like, there's nothing here that I actually want to watch. Yeah. I end up well, there was some, there was some you, could have, you could have caught some Syria today. It's true. It's true. I, uh, I went for Barcelona Ahmad. winning 1-0 at Girona. They win 1-0 everywhere at the moment. Yeah, they've conceded very few goals, which is a bit scary. Looking forward a couple yeah. of weeks to that Europa League game. Dembele out for three or four weeks, though, I think. Is he? Which is good. Oh, he's That's out what for I three heard. Or four weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, but he's been good this season. Yeah. Could have caught the Bundesliga. Incredibly tight. There's five points between fifth and first. Yes, so, that's true. Bayern, Union, uh, Leipzig, Union. Freiburg, Frankfurt. Dortmund. Yeah, Dortmund is was... sixth, but they're only six points behind Bayern. There was the Berlin derby as well today, wasn't there? Union versus Hertha. Right. Yeah, there you go. So there was lots of football you could have watched. It's true. Uh, I, yeah. I watched Sunderland versus Fulham. Very good. Tell us about Ahmed Diallo there. He's doing great this season. Some some great YouTube highlight reels. How how was he for the full ninety? He was he was really really good. Arguably the best player on the pitch. To be honest, Patrick nice. Roberts was very good for Sunderland as well. But yeah, he was just awesome. It's he actually. I kind of look at Anthony late, like tonight, and I see Ahmad, and I'm like, I'd be a little bit scared if I were you, Anthony, because Ahmad has got so much to his bow, like so many strings to his bow. And it's, it's the way he plays in tight spaces that's so extraordinary. I think, like, he looks like he's almost like running to a cul de sac, and he's got such delicate feet to just get his way out of there. His end yeah. product isn't great, but like, you could argue that it's no worse than Anthony's arguably better like he, he got a lot of shots on target today he had a lot of like decent passes and yeah he, for, for someone who maybe like a year maybe even six or seven months ago when he wasn't really playing much at Rangers I know there's kind of reasons for that because Rangers were in a bit of good form but like you think about how much he, he was bought for yeah and you're kind of thinking is this really what what kind of did United scouts see in this guy, really? Like, there was a lot of me thinking that, but the way he's kind of doing it, Sunderland, I, I think, well, these guys have obviously <laughs> paid the big bucks for for the reason for a reason because I couldn't, I really couldn't see it with him. Like, even in, in watching him in the youth team, like, it's like, okay, I can see why you are quite good, but it doesn't look like you've got, you're going to ever have the frame to, like be, like str- strength people out or mm. you're not that quick